0: Hello, 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 hello. What's up everybody? Unjani, should Sei say, say? Welcome back to another episode of Woke Hunters from House of Stones. I am woke but never broke, honey, and yes, of course. Today we'll be talking about cults in churches. Cults in churches and setting boundaries and limits. Cultures, sorry, cults in churches and setting boundaries and limits. Now, I know in the previous episode, I had talked about actually talking about something called You're Not the Only One. But I decided that um, I want to actually talk about this, you know. So, last night, I had uh, tuned in to Jackie's, uh, Jackie Pomozzi's life. Now, for those of you who do not know, Jackie Pamontse is the author of Bear the Blessers Game. Bear Bear the Blessers Game. Bear the Blessers Game. That's like a tongue twister. It's like a tongue twister. It's like it's, it's, it's trying to test you how you are with your articulation and pronunciation of words. Bear the Blessers Game. And also, she's done another book. She's done another book called I like, Tweet What I Like, and then she's done, like, a sequel to Bear the Blessers Game, um, Hockey Club. It's called The Cradle, ho- Hockey Club, Bear, The Cradle of the Hockey Club, yes. And then there's another one that's called Ego. I have only read Bear the Blessers Game, the first book. I haven't been able to read the last two. So I'm hoping very soon, because I'm still to ask her where I can get her books here, and so so that I can catch up on the last two, because I heard Hog Club is just lit. It is just insane. Like, and you know how I'm a reader. For those of you who know Walk Hunters, I'm a reader. I love to read. It's one of my hobbies. So, I am really, really dying, like, to find out what happens in the second book. So, for those of you who don't know, that's who Jackie Pomote is. Um also she's been trending again, she's always been trending, but she's been trending even bigger ever since Genimbi passed. Like the time when Genimi passed, she had already been talking about this whole thing of you know Shekutasheko, you know Chikwambo and all that, doing blood sacrifices and all that kind of she was talking in relation to Genimbi's death. And She's been trending also because of the whole snake thing, some of these rich people are having snakes in their houses to be, you know, to have all the fame and fortune and all lots of money and stuff. So last night, she did a live on Instagram, an interview live, live interview with a pastor called Makad or something. Please forgive me if I, for those of you who actually know who this pastor is because he's actually done an interview, it's there on YouTube where he talks about how he joined a cult in order to get more congregants in his church, more people to go to his church, to come to his church in Pretoria. So, this pastor was actually detailing everything. But unfortunately, they had to end the live because um, his battery was low and she said they'll continue the next live tonight at 9.30pm. I might do a continuation of this? Probably, most likely I will, to just uh, help you guys uh, also share the knowledge, what I've learned so far. So, I was fortunate enough to take down notes, because I'm also like a writer and I also like to research, although this is second hand research, but this would have been really good for my book. And, um, felt I need to take this down and share this with people. Right. So this Pastor Makado guy, he started a church right after he graduated. I think he said he graduated from some Bible college. He had always been, he'd always come from a religious family. His father was a pastor. His father's a pastor and his grandmother was a prophetess. I don't know if she's still alive. So This guy wanted to grow his congregants. He wanted his church to become big, like to have a lot of people, like Bushiri kind of thing. Like, you know how Bushiri had a lot of congregants at his church? That's what he wanted. So, in order for him to get this, he then started to associate himself with people who were part of these cults, and he would now he had to, he was told now he had to move tonight, he had to travel to Nigeria to go to this place to get what he wanted, right. So this guy had to raise money and use his savings to go to Nigeria. Ended up lying about his purpose of his trip to Nigeria to his family. And was instructed to purchase bags. I think apparently there are these funny bags that these plastic bags. I forgot the name that is used, and even essay. I forgot the name that they used in the live, but these funny big plastic bags where you can put a lot of stuff in there. It's usually they usually used for people who are traveling. And he was instructed to purchase these bags and get ritual money. So he also had to bring money along with him to this place in Nigeria okay guys I'm not lying about this though cuz I'm sure someone recorded this live and it's right there on YouTube at the moment because Jackie she's followed by a lot of people on social media even youtubers follow her there's one youtuber that I also follow that I also catch up on on YouTube who follows her, Jackie Moss and she was there on the live and commenting whenever there's a chance to comment. So, I'm not lying about this. There was a live about this last night. Alright. And, this pastor then was like explaining that they were at this place in Nigeria where it was like, uh, it was like kind of like, it's kind of like a secret society basically, which I'm sure is uh, similar to what Jackie Pomose wrote in her second book The Hockey Club there are pastors there, there are business people there, there are chiefs there, there are politicians there are leaders there there are celebrities, community leaders uh, who go to this place in Nigeria and this place is where he became a member of the society so what happened was he said they use a board called IFA he's like a god and they ask him they asked him for his birth his date of birth and his personal info to accept him into the society once that is done they initiated him through a group of people obviously you're not allowed to talk about it and are now attached to the spiritual family or the brotherhood of the society Alright, so then rituals are done through animal sacrifices. This is one ritual, one uh, uh, one method of a ritual is animal sacrifices. You obviously kill an animal to get what you want. So if you want to have more members in your church, you have to kill an animal, sacrifice an animal for that. You have to, you know, do that to get more church members. So they would mix the blood of that animal with herbs and smear this blood on his body. Right? Put a pot of, like a pot, like a drum with fire and put him inside. And they would say, we are now cooking you. No, he obviously, he wouldn't be burning. Because obviously by him putting in a, in a drum of fire, obviously I know child like, he will burn. You know, he will die and burn. But he wasn't burning in this. I remember my mom said something similar to this. She said, uh, I think she read it somewhere on the internet that a lot of these pastors, they go to Nigeria. And then they have to be put in a, a drum with steaming water. Uh, boiling water, but it's not hot. When they get in there, it's actually freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happens. Like this stuff, guys. So and they will do that, and then take him out then he has to speak out, this pastor had to speak out the things that he wanted in his life. Like, he would have to do, like, you know, personal affirmations, like saying, I'm going to, th- I'm going to have this, I'm going to have this, I'm going to be able to do this, I'm going to be rich, I'm going to be successful, i he had to do, like, chanting and personal affirmations over and over again. I don't know how many times, he didn't mention how many times he was supposed to do that. And then, this house. Where they'd have the secret society, these have these meetings and do these rituals. Uh it was like in a village in a high density area there in Nigeria and in a bush, but there would be a lot of people. So it was obviously a secluded area, but there would be a lot of people there. It obviously wouldn't be an area where it's like it's 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 in a obviously a area where there are a lot of people live there, but obviously not in a place that businesses, Kunima business, Kunima companies, All boys situated in that area. No. And he said that um, initiation would take about three days and every three months you have to travel back there to Nigeria and you are told to bring things like gifts and you have to show them ritual money. He said you'd have to there's a he gave an example of what would happen inside the house, like there, uh during the, 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 the three days that he's there. Uh, he has to lock the room and come back in the room with yeah. So what would happen is after the, the animal sacrifice he said that he would lock the room um that he had to do the you know, the shandai and stuff, lock the room, leave that room, and come back in the room and you'd find US dollars inside the drum, after he's been put inside the drum, and then you'd find just US dollars in the, coming back into that room after some time. Sounds scary, right? Um, sounds shocking, but that's what would happen. And you said that some of these people are even people, just people who, who own even saloons. My hair salon. That's why, guys, I'm like, hey. My hair salon. Be careful. <laughs> like, guys, I'm trying not to laugh because this is not even a laughing matter. So, several, uh, several powers were given to him when he went back. He had to bury a head of a pig. And as that pig decays, so he had to bury a head of a pig at his church back in Petroy. He, Hansi, he didn't even bury it. Mm-mm. Hansi, you can't even bury it around, like, outside. Hansi, inside the church somewhere, the building of the church, you have to bury that head of the pig. And let it rot and decay to the extent that there are maggots all over the place. And Hansie, the number of maggots that are... Thing that, that the head of the pig uh, um, eating it, you know, is the number of people who are going to be attracted to your church and the number of people that are going to be coming to your church, becoming members of your church. Right? He then had to, he had to take a bath outside his home when he got back, stuff like that. He had to take some spiritual bath or something like that. I can't really, uh, I'm just, guys, I'm just reading what I was getting from this live, this insta life. Then after a month or two, more people were flocking into his church. This was uh, like two months after he got back from Nigeria. People, after he had buried that uh, head of the pig and stuff, people were now, more people were now flocking into his church. Um... And then you had to keep upgrading your church. He's saying you had to keep upgrading your church. So, this thing was planted inside. So, he was saying you can choose whatever power you want to use. He said a person can even use his own body as a sacrifice. So, that's another type of sacrifice. Using yourself as a sacrifice to get what you want. To get uh, a big, big congregation. To get more money in your church. Stuff like that. Um he said another sacrifice is someone can choose to sleep with the person uh, whoa someone can choose to sleep with the person for a ritual for a sacrifice so they can sleep with another person for a ritual sacrifice or sleep with young people or virgins. Sleep with young people, virgins. I know a lot of you, I know most of you, my listeners, like 97% of you are young. So I'm sure you've heard that. Young people, and especially virgins, hands, they take mini meal and throw it down and put a chicken to eat. And you have to eat it. A chicken. And when that chicken is eating the mini meal, um, so you eat it after it's done eating the meal meal. So by eating the mealy meal, how many times it eats the mini meal, it shows the length of time you are going to live. So, so for example, if the chicken has eaten the mini meal four times during this uh, sacrificial ritual. If the chicken has eaten a minimum of four times, it means you have four more years to live. If the chicken has eaten it eight times, you have eight more years to, leave, to live. Sorry. So then you have to eat that chicken, which is uh, cooked first, but you can't chew the bones of the chicken. And then they bury the bones they bury the bones somewhere in like uh, yeah. So that chicken is then cooked with Mutti, right? And yes, so they bury the bones and Hansi, that will be like your own bones, your skeletal bones of your own body being buried, guys. <laughs> that's what he was, that's how he interpreted it, Mutti, it's actually your bones told this was somewhere in, down there in the ground um, So in these four years you become extremely powerful in whatever field you're in. So obviously these people come to this place in Nigeria they're obviously people from different walks of life uh, from different uh, from different countries different professions, different fields then Hansi, you then should sacrifice people for taking someone's luck by sleeping with them like people with a good aura people who are very probably intelligent very brilliant in certain kinds of areas you know, they just you know, like they are very talented or you know very brilliant minded people you remain powerful by doing these things okay even if you are doing the blood sacrifices you find yourself cheating or lying in your marriage or your relationship so this pastor he's married i think he has kids so he's obviously giving an example of what he's experienced uh, is obviously there was a lot of shenanigans going on this whole brotherhood thing secret society was messing up this cult was messing up his marriage right it was doing a lot of bad stuff for his marriage um, so he gave an example of a powerful person with four girlfriends there'll be one which the gods the so-called gods allow to be a permanent girlfriend one of them will be a permanent girlfriend to be used as a sacrifice or ritual so that you can continue having what you want said most of the associates associates choose the sacrifice of sleeping with other people because it's in most cases one hears stories of alleged rape sexual assault cases which are committed by these people and usually these people are in authority these people are very powerful people so if you hear like if it's Bishop or Pastor, in here yeah, he had raped someone's child. Or he had sexually assaulted someone or his date. He was out here trying to have a relationship with someone who's under the age of seventeen years. He has funny stories of that. He said usually those people have actually be trying to do my uh, uh, using those girls as uh, rituals, sacrifices. <coughs> it's getting deeper, guys. He said. Some of them, can't he guys. Let's not forget, these are people from from churches. These are church people, right? A lot of them he was mentioning one church because he's he's a, a religious leader himself. So he's talking about people who are also religious leaders. And he sleeps with the wife of the host of the crusade or revival. So some of them. And usually, this happens with most of these Pentecostal churches. They have revivals, crusades, and when they have these revival crusades, um, all kinds of funny shenanigans happen during this time. They sleep with women and all that stuff. These uh, pastors and bishops, whatever they call themselves. Most targets are worshippers, of course our cult leaders groom these ladies and they can't have boyfriends so these ladies who join these funny churches its not saying that all of them are like that obviously not some of them are genuine uh people but some of them is like they groom these ladies and they can't have boyfriends they sleep with all of them from time to time in the church uh compound like there's some churches that have you know people who actually live there like there we see these small houses and you know, all that people actually live in those compounds in exchange for these girls to have cars, houses etc. the good life or classy lifestyle so you guys come let's not forget Kuti, this whole blesser thing mind you Jackie Pamos Aganyura this whole blesser thing I'm so read the last two books she this blessed thing is not just for guys who are business who Who run corporate businesses, who you know, it also applies to church folks too. It applies to them. This guy is a pastor, he's telling things he's experienced himself, and he was part of this. Hansi. What happens in some of these churches, these funny churches, they sprinkle water. So let's say you are a new member, or you're even, you've even you been there for a while, and then you just see someone sprinkling water in the church, hence that water has been actually used to bath dead bodies. And they sprinkle this water all over the church, but mvurai has been used. To bath dead bodies and you're out here thinking, Oh holy water, holy water, pour me holy water until it's been used to wash someone who is dead. Hansi, when members enter the church, demons have now have access to these people, and they think these spiritual manifestations are from God. Can't it they're from Satan himself. So, when some of you? You'll be out here. Yeah. yeah, bless me, Papa. Bless me, Papa. Can't you? These are demons that are about to curse you for life unless you do not, you know, do not realize it and no one tells you. These are spiritual evil spirits, I mean, right? Personal information about these people are now collected by ashes. And that is how the pastor is able to give false prophecies yo I told you it was going to get deeper now I told you it was going to get deeper so you see now it's deeper than ever before and I'm not yet done guys I'm not yet done that's how lit this live was if people you guys you need to follow those who are very interested in this who this Jackie Pomote is Google about her um, she has a website, but a lot of uh, news outlets, she's been on, she's had a lot of interviews on TV, on the internet. Just follow her even on Instagram, like it's just always lit with her. So they were, he was talking about elements that are used as usually fire and water for these rituals and sacrifices, it's fire and water, and they get the dead bodies from morgues, mortuaries. Mor- 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 So, the families of these bodies, they obviously have no idea that their bodies are being used for sacrifices or rituals, whatever, of these dead bodies. An instance where young people died in the church, he was now mentioning there was a time when young people died in the church and their bodies decayed in the church, I never heard of such a story. I'm still to look up that, find out where this was, Shakaetika Tikarini and stuff. Now the pastor comes in as if he's of God with his bodyguards. We all know this. This is familiar. We've seen this before. He comes with bodyguards and he uses Bible scriptures as actual satanic messages. So, you'll be quoting the Bible. messages right? Like, stuff that is from, that is evil, that is not from God. But people will obviously not know this. and. Uh, some of the entourage are actually traditional doctors. So, he especially mentioned that you might think Utima pastors don't uh, have any relations with traditional doctors. They don't go and see traditional doctors, but they actually do. He said a lot of them do. Some of them do. They actually have a relationship with traditional, traditional doctors. They have personal tradi- traditional doctors who they go and visit. They, they come to their houses and they give them advice about what to do next and stuff like that he said popular fingers popular figures a lot of them have personal traditional doctors. which i mean is not a surprise to me uh the other day there was a podcast about this i'm not sure what podcast i can't remember please forgive me i can't remember what podcast it was about there was a podcast about this and you know A lot of these celebrities, some of them got famous and rich through a lot of funny things. Not a lot of them did. Some of them actually worked hard and it's genuine money. But, you know, you know, I talked about this in my previous episode about nyeegging, you know. Um... Brotherhood principle says you must embrace another person in that space, even if that person is a witch doctor or a traditional doctor, whatever. So it doesn't matter where that person is coming from in this cult society. It doesn't matter where this person is coming from. You have to embrace him. If he has a problem happening, you have to be there to help that person, to assist him. These artists praise these traditional doctors in their songs to thank them for giving them the fame. So Jackie Pomozzi was basically saying, you know, as young people, we need to be careful with the, obviously be careful with the music we listen to, the movies we watch, the TV shows we watch, something funny could actually be happening. Because, I mean, come on, let's remember that the devil is the prince of the world. Yes, God is in control of everything, but the devil is the prince of this world. He is here to make sure that Iwewe you you know you go to hell in the end you die and rot in eternal fire so he has a mission guys so i'm going to say this my generation does not see the cultism the cultism of or the effect or power of lyrics and songs and the symbolism and meaning from them money is made from crusades but must go back to nigeria so this pastor is saying that when he makes money from these crusades or revivals obviously from the offerings and the tithes he then the money has to go back to nigeria so that he can make money for himself eventually moving to other countries also searching for uh, payments searching for ways to make more money money laundering in church. So, Jackie Pabonso is now saying, this is now like money laundering in church, guys. Yeah. And then he gets money from whatever source. He tries and gets money from whatever source. A continuous gift that uh, one must give to the occult house in Nigeria. So, you have to always be coming with gifts whenever you're going back there after every three months. Right? Miracles lead to miracles, quote for quote, uh, miracles lead to water mixed with muti. Witchcraft is actually practiced in these miracles. So these so-called miracles you'll be rushing to, to these funny churches, I told you witchcraft. Okay? Dig out things. So then, what happens is, what of some of these uh, fake people do is, To try and obviously show that they're genuine, they dig out things in your house, like uh, bones and states that things are the ones creating trouble in your life, but in actual fact, before that happens, they would have planted these things in your home, and you'll be thinking this is real, oh my gosh, this is a miracle, you'll find money there all of a sudden, and be like, oh my gosh, thank you papa, thank you papa, but these people have planted these things inside your house, these objects inside your house before. make you think that this is real. They put these things in someone's place before the so-called miracle and then the person finds these objects and thinks it's real. A pastor can use traditional medicine to influence your outcome. I'm going to repeat that. A pastor uses traditional medicine to influence your outcome. He then mentioned, this pastor was then talking about spiritual baths, for like, such as getting a job, business, tender, etc. You would go and see these uh, so-called prophets or traditional doctors or whatever to have a spiritual bath so that you can get your job, so they can get the job you want. Or... And then here, yeah, there's that whole anointing oil thing, they'll be selling anointing oil the proper anointing oil, the real anointing oil. Like I said, she's still to do another continuous live with him tonight, so I'll obviously put this in my, the next episode, obviously. And, um, applying this anointing oil can lead to weird dreams and weird signs. Sometimes you end up bringing, uh, dreaming of your previous uh, exes or something, love relationships, you know, people, like, ugh, it was just a whole lot of stuff, guys, and yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I'm not supposed to laugh, this is not a laughing matter, guys, because this is someone who actually experienced, there's an interview, I'm still to listen to that interview, there's an interview of him, that was done a few years back, where he was confessing all this, and he even wrote a book about it. He wrote a few books. So, it's a lot to take in, but hey, I'm that type of person, Wokohant is the type of person who likes to talk about sensitive stuff. Now, I know I'd also said, um, I'm gonna talk about setting boundaries and limits. But what I wanna say for this is, be careful of the churches you join, or the churches you're going to join. This is a warning, it's obviously a warning, right? And obviously God has used me to, he, he made me end up listening to this live so that I could use this and warn this to people. The Bible obviously, uh, it, 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 it warns people about these kind of things or about these kind of people. Don't be one of those foolish people who goes to church and you know, and thinks, ah, this is real, this is real. Just be careful, okay? Now, I'm going to talk about setting boundaries and limits. Why I want to talk about setting boundaries and limits, this has been on my mind for some time. I feel like I learned something previously. I learned something recently, this year, um, about not putting everyone at your table. Not allowing everyone to sit at your table. And I mean not allowing everyone to sit at your table. Don't allow everyone to know about your personal space about your personal issues what's going on in your personal life not everyone deserves to know that why because you can't trust anyone you can't trust a lot of people right you don't have to put your trust in everyone Nah. not everyone needs to know everything about you right some people don't deserve to to, to, to know that and in actual fact it's very few people who need to be in your circle you Don't need to have a lot of people in your circle. So set boundaries and be like this person. Half I know Kundi Jita say to know anything about me. Um I know someone, I had someone who uh for those of you who <laughs> who've been following me or who know me personally in actual fact, know that I was once in an abusive relationship and I did this person for a very long time. Um I had ended up the relationship in December twenty sixteen. I ended up the relationship. Uh, I, I actually yeah, I dumped the person. So I found out recently this year that this there was this person that I grew up with, someone I was actually very close to. Well not very close to, but this person I can't I don't wanna get into too much detail about who this person maybe is. Obviously I'm not gonna tell them their name how I know this person, what relation I have with this person, I'm not going to tell you that. You don't need to know that. But I'm just using it as an example that I grew up with this person and I thought this person was loyal, right? I had moved on from this guy. I had obviously maybe been dating other guys after this person. I was living my life happy and, you know, and enjoying my life. And only to find out this person was reporting everything that I was doing in my life to this ex of mine, this abusive ex of mine. This person was still communicating with this abusive ex, still had his number and was communicating with him. I'm not going to tell you how I know that because me I have my ways guys, because this abusive ex of mine had actually, we grew up in the same church and he actually came back to our church early on this year, he came back under the agenda of he wants to help the music ministry but i mean his mom goes there so i'm sure she told him "Oh, i'm not going to mention the name of the church either. so he came back <laughs> funny talking about churches eh? he came back but he obviously had an agenda because he was always obsessed and abusive and He thought Mina would never dump him, you know. He thought he was the ish. Can't you not? Right? And he came back and I even told this person. I told her everything because this girl actually knew uh, he had wanted me to when we're still dating it wanting me to introduce me to someone who is close to me so that he can also get to know that person. Ah guys it's just weird because at the time I was very young and I was very naive. There were still things I would I didn't know in life in general. So, he came back and obviously had an agenda, he came with the car, he had to rub it in my face, and all that, I mean, it's just a car, guys, I even did a skit about this, It's there on my Facebook, um, on my Facebook and my Insta, and uh, this person was, I've ended this, this is December 2016, guys, this is three years ago. And this person even mentioned him that a funeral I bumped into him in this area, uh, where his brother lives and all that. Like I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna get into much detail, but basically this person was like you know when you tell someone a secret and then obviously expect that person to keep the secret, but then go and tell another person that secret. Right? And you always that's exactly what happened, right? Or you tell someone a personal issue, something you're struggling to, um, you're struggling to overcome, and they go and tell another person, or they go and tell fifty other people. So this person knew that this guy had been abusive to me. She knows about this, and she still went and was talking behind, was talking to him behind my back, right? So after that, I realised. Hey, Walker, 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 stop being, stop trusting people so much. Stop putting in your trust in too many people. There are only a few people who deserve to know what's happening in your life. Hmm. This person, when I got sick, some of you know that I, I, I would get sick. I got sick three times mentally, and. This person was never even there for me when I got sick. There are people who were there for me, but this person was not one of them, you know. And, you know, she's she's just not an emotionally intelligent person. For those of you who understand what emotional intelligence is, she's far from that. So, I learned my lesson that, hey, don't have this thing of telling people everything that's going on life. Keep it to those who you trust, those who you know, you can always go to even when things are bad for you, when things are good for you, they'll always be there for you, right? So set that boundary. Set those limits, limit the time, guys, limit the time you spend on social media. Yo, like me, I'm also one of those people who can spend a lot of time on social media, but try to just limit the time. Why I'm saying that is because sometimes you go on social media and you're not benefiting anything from it. You're not learning anything from it that can help you in the present or even in the future. Like, some of you just like to invest in gossip. Me included, but... Try not to spend so many hours on your, you know, your your gossip platforms that you like going on to. For those of you, I know some of you have not... <laughs> say names. You, you love these funny things of Every weekend, and must... Uh, Drink, I must do whatever. Limit your alcohol consumption, please. It's not healthy. Like, come on, we know this. The doctor says drink moderately or just don't drink at all. But I will speak from what the doctor says drink moderately. Reduce your alcohol consumption because, I mean, let's just face it alcohol, all it ever does to you is just make you become a retarded person in the end you become retarded, you start doing all kinds of funny, weird, uh, funny stuff, and yes, it could be fun, but, mm. think about, you spent your money on something like that, and all it does is make you crazy, I can, I can be crazy without alcohol, guys, I've always said this, ever since I was like a teen, I can be crazy without alcohol, and everyone, people who know me personally knows that, In you know, I'm just, I've always been naturally crazy, funny person so I, I I don't need alcohol to get me to that level to get me intoxicated to the extent that people start liking me and laugh and everything nah I don't need alcohol or a drug to do that for me try and limit your alcohol consumption one it's not healthy two it doesn't benefit you in the end you don't get a car by drinking alcohol, you don't buy a new car by drinking alcohol, you don't get a new house by buying uh, alcohol, you don't end up getting a new job by drinking alcohol, buying alcohol. We know this. Please forgive me, I know this is the longest episode I've ever done, but yo, I really wanted to do something that was on my mind, that I felt could um, help in terms of self-improvement and help my fellow young people out there. This is obviously an episode for young folks, right? You guys are like my target right now. (laughs) So yeah, guys, I hope you've learned something from this. Um, There's something else I would... Limit also the time you, you spend your money, like limit your your financial thingy my bobs Don't spend, don't overspend, especially this Christmas. You don't want to overspend and then January, you are late on bills, you are late on school fees. Yeah, some of you have kids. You are late on school fees, you're late on your bills, maybe there's some other payments you need to make. and. You were out here in December, out here flexing, trying to show. Yeah, life is good and all. Yes, we all want to, you know, flex and you know, buy ourselves a new pair of shoes, new pair of sneakers, a new outfit. Ladies, you want to buy yourself a new Brazilian weave. New, say, queens, you want to buy yourself, you know, a new makeup kit and stuff like that. We all want that, but try to save as much as possible, especially in this country, Zimbabwe, where our economy, like I said, is one of the worst economies in the world. So yeah, thank you so much guys for listening to this episode. Uh, of course I will be back with more on cults in churches. Yeah guys, it's lit. And remember, I am woke. But never broke, honey.